This is the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 657. Guileless. Just guileless. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to My Mac Podcast number 657 and as the title indicates there is no guy on the other end of the line but all of that to come in a second or two. All of the podcasts I've been listening to this week and the analysts are getting ever so excited about WWDC but here on My Mac, no, we're not lowering our standards and ourselves to that sort of informative level, we're going to talk about the usual rubbish. Aren't we, James? How are you? Hi, guys. Very well, thank you. And you? Good. I'm very good. I I can hear. I can hear. Just a, a what is that rain in yeah, the background? It's absolutely steaming down out there. <laughs> it's Britain. It never rains in Britain. No, no. Well, it hasn't for about the last two months, but it's making up for it this week. <laughs> it ha- yes. I must admit this this last week we've had an awful. The farmers have been complaining about it, and of course, what they're now going to complain about is the fact that they won't be able to get their silage out. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, it, you can't win can't win anyway how the devil are you very well yes very good thank you i believe that you've had some changes because obviously yes. you, you you're mr mr woodpad yes uh, indeed as, as you were yes and, uh, um a, a chippy for all your trouble well, not a chippy so what, what would you what would you have called yourself you, uh, well i was i was trained as a cabinet maker and polisher right. So yeah, making so, of so all being, things so, wood. So, uh, so i actually insulted you then really didn't well you? yeah you did <laughs> that's it i'm, I'm off <laughs> no, so I was trained as a cabinet maker and uh, and polisher, and uh, since I was six, sixteen ish or before, um, so yes, that was that was my trade, as it were. Um, but uh, a year ago, over a year, just over a year ago, um, business has been interesting. Let's say since two thousand and eight, and things have changed. Um, and I had to take the decision in uh, April 16 to close the business, unfortunately, which wasn't an easy thing to decide um, because the business had been running for 46 years. Uh, so it was a second generation business. I took over from my father in ooh, early 2000s. Um, so yeah it wasn't an easy thing to decide but it had to be done you know it was the the hole was being dug and it was only getting bigger so I had to decide to take a leap out of it and um, take a job basically oh dear that that, 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 that must have been quite (laughs) a big wrench for you really yeah in some ways it was it was um, it was a bit of an interesting period um, but looking back at it, it was I should have done it years ago. Right, right. So, Ed, um, do you feel you feel now that you've you know you've taken a lot of pressure off yourself? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, there was um, th- there's always interesting points in in running your own business yeah. and um, employing staff and all that sort of thing. Um, because up to up to 2010. I was employing up to six people at some point. Right. So you know, there was it wasn't a huge business, but it was a reasonable size. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that goes along with that when you're employing people. Um, so that that was fairly interesting. And when when that was when I was employing guys uh, doing the manufacturing, uh, I was pretty much doing then what I'm now doing working for somebody else. Right. So. 
it was the period in between when I basically didn't have any staff. I was doing everything from sweeping the floor to and uh, making stuff and doing all the accounts and everything else in between. Yeah. Um, so that was a bit of a change. But um, so, what's happened to the woodpad business? I assume that that has well, fallen to the yeah, side somewhat. It has yeah. because woodpad um, was. Uh, you, if you were talking about Apple, you would have called it the hobby. Yes. So it was the yes. Apple TV of the joinery business. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to bring it back to Apple, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I was very grateful for the for the amount of business it brought through, and it was it was, you know, it was a, a great help uh, during the difficult times that were going on. Um, but yes, unfortunately, I I don't have the time to be doing it now, although I could do if I wanted to work at weekends or evenings because so because you've re-enacting. because you've kept your workshop um well the workshop is still there mainly because it's a, a family-owned right, property right. Uh, that i rented from parents so the machinery and everything is still there and nothing's happened to it so we're just using it as a um as a pro- as a personal workshop really yeah because it's been deregistered for business um but all the equipment was owned by either myself and my father so we've still got it, so we can still use it. So we can use it for personal reasons. So I've got many jobs that I need to do that can be useful. <laughs> so uh, it'll be very good on that front. Um, so yeah, that would be a wrench if so, that went. Uh, I wouldn't have a workshop. Yeah. So have you? Have, I, I suppose if you, as you've deregistered it, you can't then kind of rent it out to people who want to use it as a bit of a workshop for all the tools. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. yeah, we. We I mean that was a thought that we went through. Yeah, because there there is a guy who actually worked for me for a while who was. Um, on the thought of of renting it yeah. because it's you know, it's a good workshop. Yeah. There's some lovely machines. Yeah, I've there. been there. I've been there. Indeed. Yeah. And um, uh, but then of course you've then got to pay business rates on it, and, and you need to make sure that the, there's plenty yeah, of yeah, you've got to have the income out. to cover. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. So um, it's gone back to a garden shed basically right. on, as it, <laughs> when it comes to um, a pretty impressive garden shed though, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> Your dad's got a lot of sheds, and that's just another one. <laughs> excellent, um, excellent. But yeah, so that that's that's had to go that way really to reduce cost on on the upkeep. So it's you know we've done a lot of maintenance to it in the last twelve months as well. But yeah, cool, but, good. Oh well, it's a shame. It's a shame that's happened. But you know, if if the, possi- is, yeah. if the possibility is still out there for you to you know once you get a little bit more time to get the hobby up and running again with yes. it with the woodpad, yeah. at least it's something because I know that you've had held on to the website and the the email functionality. I so, have yes, yeah. and that's still going. That's that's mainly because I do some uh, web and email hosting for various people. Oh right, right, excellent. And the the payments are going through the woodpad website right. so it makes it easier for the people who are, who are having the uh web hosting for you to, to, for you to, to continue get it through that yeah. way yeah yeah so it's yeah. just easier to do it that way excellent excellent it may change that but yeah we'll see okay cool so in i know that you used a mac in your business so now that you've yes. not got that business how much time do you spend using uh, apple devices well on in the first probably the first Five months of working where I am now, I was using my the same Mac. Were you? Yes, because uh, the, the chap said to me because I'd not really used much in the way of Windows, apart from XP, because we used to run the accounts on XP. Oh, the, don't, uh, don't! That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that was a way back. Uh, yeah. oh, no, but I'm just saying that's a dirty word at the moment, isn't it? XP. Definitely at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, when the after I did had the interview for the with the uh, company I'm where I'm at now. Um, a few days after, after they'd offered me the job, I said, um, uh, you know, there, there'll be a desk for you um, and a mobile phone, uh, a computer, if you wish, or you can bring and use your own, which made my day. <laughs> so uh, I, I tried it along there with my uh, MacBook Pro, which is what I'm using now. Right. And um, I was using that. Plugged it, found a monitor that I dug out the store and shoved that in the side. So two screens, wonderful. Because basically just using Microsoft Office. Yeah, yeah. Um, mainly Excel. So, yeah, fine. But uh, and during the, the first few months, I carried on with that. It was slightly tricky because during that period, we also moved the, the entire business to um, cloud-based storage of all the data. Right. Which was interesting using a Mac because it's basically Office 365. 
and what you can do with the Mac and what you can do with the PC to use the remote um, network storage is entirely different, and it's really easy on a PC, and it's nasty on a Mac. <laughs> Oh, and uh, so that was, you know, there was various workarounds that I was using. So that's all. It was okay. So it was fine. But that got me used to the way that they work and how things are going and having the comfort of using um, Mac OS. So that was good. Right. Um, and a, probably about July, August last year, the guy who was looking after their IT, who was actually the design manager, uh, had it in his notice. Um, and as the other geek on board, I thought, I need to know a PC a bit more. Um, because when this guy goes, there's not going to be anybody who's going to be able to help everybody else. Yeah. So I said, right, give me a PC. I need to use it. So I had a fortnight before this chat went. Um, and I've been using a PC here ever since. Which is on Windows 10. But basically... And how are you finding it? Well, it's usually on the desk when I get there. Ah, yeah. very good. Boom, boom. Testing. You're here all week. <laughs> no, it's actually Windows 10. Um, going from uh, Mac OS to Windows 10 hasn't been too terrible, um, mainly because I'm using Office. Yes, yeah, it's yeah, identical. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a few little quirks, and I've, you spend a bit of time beating your head against a brick wall with some of the things that the OS does. But it's generally speaking, it's it's okay. And the way it works with 365 is horrendously different on a good way because you've got network drives you just access in like another folder. And so it's, it's on that side, I think it's pretty good. Um, and I'm looking after virtually all the IT for them as well. So Cool, in, cool. <laughs> which is interesting. Yeah. Well, um, you know, it keeps it, it, a bit of difference, isn't there, from your... You know. Yeah, yeah. And we've actually moved offices since, so we've had to, only from one end of the building to the other, but... So we have to get all the network and all the committed, yeah. So all the committed, gear and equipment it, all had to shift up the other yeah. end. And, really and you said it. and you said none of these wires have got any wood in them at all. <laughs> yeah, quite. I, I just can't so, get uh, my chisel out and do a little bit of <laughs> hacking at it there. Yeah. yeah. So that that was a, that was my baby. We were doing the office move as well, which was fun. And what 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 else is it I'm looking at here that you use your Mac and your iOS devices for? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, this last week I've been using my Mac. I like it. <laughs> I love it. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. <laughs> Steve, did you hear that? Steve, yeah, Steve, come here. Did you hear that? My Mac. Yeah. <laughs> now this week I'm a fixture secretary for the, my son's football team. Um, the last game of the season was supposed to be last week and the i think it was saturday afternoon the opposing team who were coming to us as a as a as our home game called off because they didn't have the players so it's been a bit of a fraught week getting right. the pitch sorted out yes. all the players sorted out yeah because of course up. because at your level I, I assume you you don't own the pitch and no. it comes to that time of year when they start swapping over the usage yeah. and getting well, rid of them, yeah. taking yeah. down goalposts and all that sort of stuff and you don't have ownership of any of that and all of a sudden you've got to make sure that stays up and yes. lines are In, drawn ready for your where we are uh playing although the team that he plays for have us have their own pitch they only have it up to a certain size right they don't have a full size and my lads have been paying they've or my son and his teammates have been playing on a full size pitch for a couple of seasons so we've had to be moving around as per se to find pitches um but the place where we are they've got two permanent pitches and it's not used for cricket or anything else on that particular place but they have other teams playing on the same pitch. But fortunately, I know the fixtures secretary for that other team, and they only had friendlies on. So it's, there was so much to organise within a week and make sure the league were right. So I've been a lot of use of the computer this week. Yes. So do you have to use specific apps? Are there apps which you no, have to use, or do you just use any old, sh you know, you, yeah, you use pretty much. Do you use pretty there's, much a, um, there's a website, and then I use Excel, right, basically. Okay. To, yeah. Fair enough. Because I do like Excel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I'm not going to diss Excel, to be honest with you. Well, spreadsheet, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've tried pages, but... I've, numbers, you mean? Not, yeah, numbers. Um, yeah, I like pages, actually. Yeah, pages yeah. Is, is I like nice. pages, yeah. But numbers, if you've used Excel a lot, no. I do... I, I actually use numbers um, for 
um, our referee accounting when I actually put all the numbers together um, because yeah. I like the way I can swap from one page to another and it's a separated sheet and I can put it all up on the same screen. Obviously, having a 27-inch iMac helps that process. Yes, um, yes. And I could do that with Excel, but I thought I'd really try to get used to numbers. But it, it, it's it got a different feel and it's got a different usage and unless you're using it all the time. So, yeah. so what tends to happen is I get into it and I start scratching my head looking at numbers for a bit. And then once I've been using it for a bit and back into the routine, I'm fine with it. But then yeah. I only do those numbers heavily at a short period during the course of the year. So if I try and use numbers at any other point during the year for something quick and easy, which I know I can do in Excel, I tend to, I tend to shy away from it because Excel, yeah, because yeah. it's easy just to go into Excel, get it done, bang it out, and then leave it. Whereas with numbers, I've got to yeah. sit there and go, right, where where's my formula again? In, and it's it's silly little things like that, which yeah. although once you get used to using it, you know exactly where it is and where to go and how to do it. It's fine, but there's little quirks which make it a bit more difficult. So I agree with you there. Yes, yeah, because you're used to using PC and Excel, no doubt. Yeah, because at, at work as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Are you on t Windows 10 there? Or? No, not at work, not yet, not yet. No. You're on 7 or 8, I suppose. Yes, uh, yeah. we're on 8, I think. Yes, I think yeah. we're on 8. So, uh, yeah, I did... Yeah. <laughs> I go to work and it, yeah. you know, it, I, it, we still, oh, yeah, I'm not going there. No. Um, <laughs> I've had a fairly busy week and I've been using the app pick that I mentioned last week uh, and I've been enjoying it. Um, it was called, if you remember, Rem, Rem, Reminence, Reminence, Reminence. Reminence, like, it's a diary. It's diary a journal. Type. It's a journal, journal type thing. Yeah. Journaling, yes. And um, yeah, I, I, I pay for the apps on uh, Windows and uh, on Windows. Hark at me on uh, my Mac and on the iOS devices. And yeah, I've been enjoying it. It's simple, straightforward. Um, it did actually cause me a bit of a problem. Um, on one of the days I went out, we saw a hair. We went out on my first walk for a long time because I've had problems with my knee, and we saw a hair. So I took a picture. And then started trying to finish off this journal. And then I closed the app or I had a problem and it hadn't saved it. So what, it, what you have to do is you have to make sure that you go click done when you're writing a whole journal and putting stuff in and, you know, putting likes in there and attaching tags. And I hadn't pressed done and it didn't uh, save it, which was a oh, bit a disappointing because um, I took the picture of the hair in the app rather uh, than taking a picture and then importing it from my camera. So yeah. that was a bit so of a shame. Save the camera didn't save it on the camera roll. No, which is a good thing because at least I know now that every picture I take in that app isn't being then backloaded to my, yeah. my camera roll. So I know that, you know, if I take a picture in there, it's only ever going to appear in there when I'm doing yeah. my rem like messages. when I'm doing my reminiscing at a later stage. Messages right? doesn't save it in the camera roll unless you ask it to. No, you, and that's fine. So. I have no problems with that. But yeah, so, as long as you know. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'll go on to those other things and, and give Guy a bit of a fright next week that I've put in the articles because <laughs> we're, we're going long and we need to get onto the MyMac articles. Would you like to take the first item? <coughs> Indeed. <coughs> Which is Club Nintendo Level 160 Breathe of the Wild Spoiler Cast. Tim and Aaron Greetings, Tim the Enchanter. <laughs> and John, talk all things Breathe of the Wild. Here is our full spoiler cast. Excellent. Um, Rebel 2. This is a review by I'm Just Going to Do This Normal. Guy is going to go out of his mind. This is a review by Kurt Blanchard. <gasps> Steps back in amazement. Rebel 2 is a painting slash drawing application that uncannily replicates traditional art media. You can work in acrylics, pencil, ink, pastels, marker, airbrush, and other effects, but watercolour is where this app shines. You can load up your brush with pigment and water and paint drippy wet strokes or cut back on the water and paint in bold rich color spelt incorrectly you can also select and control the surfaces on which you work canvas several textures of watercolor paper rice paper and many more go over and read kurt's review of rebel 2 sounds like a cracking app that does actually it does geekiest show ever 258 we are amazon primed Yes, now back again, well, nearly. The gang talk about musical adventure 
someone finds the earworm song by Mouth and McNeil. Then Mike and Kevin try to expand Elisa's You say Pacelli, I say Pacelli. <laughs> music collection. Even <laughs> I don't have that some... one, you see. I don't have... <laughs> I don't have that on soundboard, so I had to just do it. I improvised, yeah. <laughs> ah, where were we? <laughs> music collection with even more some I'm not making perfect sense here, am I? Yeah, no, I'll no, you are. No, that's fine. That's fine. Just carry on. With even okay, some... with some more Johnny Cash songs. Yeah. The main discussion moves on to Amazon and the benefits of Amazon Prime subscription. This leads a topic to a topic about digital assistance. Gaming headset, Ghost Recon, Wildlands Edition. This is a review by Kurt Blanchard. He's been busy. Here's a headset. Uh, specifically for gamers it's nearly uh, it is nearly universal as it is as it is compatible with pcs and macs as well as the playstation 3 4 xbox 360 xbox one also xbox one controllers that include a headphone jack <laughs> in addition it can be used with vr headsets nintendo wii u Wii U, Nintendo 3DS and PlayStation Vita. The headphones can also plug into your smartphone for listening to music and making headset phone calls. A detachable, very sensitive boom mic is included. Go over and read the rest about the Ghost Recon Wildlands Edition gaming headset by Kurt Blanchard. Essential Apple Podcast 42. It's the coffin they carry you off in. Yeah, I love that. I always say it's, it's the ones are the best. Yeah, right? absolutely. So, so anybody <laughs> in the US has never heard that. It's not the coffin. It's not the cough that carried you off. It's the coffin that carried you off in. Boom, boom. <sighs> <laughs> Massive cyber attack, which it isn't. Which isn't. <laughs> Come on. Read what's in front of you, will you? <laughs> <laughs> it's just another ransomware gone bigly. MS to release a patch for systems in custom support, i.e. XP, which we were talking about earlier, Server 2003 and Windows 8. Simon's impression of the Catalyst Apple Watch protective cover, which is what just beeped, I'm sorry, but there's my watch going, uh, dropping the big five, entertaining throughout, through experiments, sorry, Mark went Facebook, Amazon, Google, Microsoft, Apple. New York Times. Yeah, so go over and just take a download and listen to the Essential Apple Podcast 42. It's not the coffin that carried you off. It's the coffin <laughs> they carry you off in. Um, AT Guy, are you listening? ATH-ADG1X. Open air gaming headphones. This is a review by Frederick Wells. <gasps> Guys, just fallen over again because I've not done it backwards. The most important aspect for gaming headphones is comfort. Gaming usually involves long sessions and you'll want a pair of headphones that you can wear for hours on end with little to no fatigue. These ATH-ADG1X are very comfortable. Now, Frederick wore them for at least four hours at a time which is just getting started in the gaming realm with little fatigue. He especially liked the the blah, blah, he especially liked that the ear pads are covered in cloth instead of leatherette material. I nod my head at that. During mm. long wearing sessions, he tends to find the leatherette material gets a little sweaty and funky. Totally agree, Frederick. Great review. So if you need some uh, gaming headsets, looks like you've got two this week to go and do a comparison between. Would you like to take the next item? Certainly. Thule Shield Panniers and Torak. Review by, sorry, review by Jim Hilbert. Jim has always been impressed with the Thule roof racks, and when he receives a set of Shield Panniers, $150, and the rear tour rack, $100, by Thule, he was excited to try them out. Jim has done a cycle tour. Sorry, Jim has done cycle touring and knows the advantages of a good rack and pannier set. <laughs> Go over and read Jim's review, especially if you're a cyclist. Okay, guy, are you listening again? The NEC EA two four five WMI twenty four inch sixteen by ten monitor. 
That is the best name we've come up with for a long time. This is a review by Owen Rubin. 24-inch monitors are quite popular these days, offering enough pixels and resolution to provide excellent desktop real estate with great detail. Being in the market for a new monitor... Owen's usual go-to places are Dell and Samsung. So when he learned about NEC monitors, something he knew very little about, Owen was quite happy to get a chance to try out a few. NEC sent him two monitors for review, and the first up is the NEC EA245WMI 24-inch 16 by 10 monitor. If you can get over that really long name, excuse me, I've just got a little bit of belching coming up there that's from the speckled hen that i'm drinking sorry oh, about that yeah mm, speckled hen uh anyway go over if you're in the market for a 24 inch uh monitor and read owen's review tech fan 303 xv1 echo tim well done <laughs> and david discuss the new echo show from amazon a new vehicle for tim Oh, crikey. <laughs> I've just gone off it as well. <laughs> and, and the McDonald XV1, thanks to our wiki trolling. And yes, they are still looking for a better name for that segment. <laughs> wiki trolling. Yeah, I actually like wiki trolling. That, in fact, if it was us, what we would end up calling it would be <laughs> trick, trick rolling. There you go, Tim. T- oh, I'm going to be ready. Tim. Yes, Tim. Call it tricky rolling. <laughs> I, I think that's a great you know, name. Do you know, I don't recognise any of these names when you're saying the wrong. Or they should call it Tiki Rolling. Rolling. <laughs> yeah, Tiki Rolling. There you go. David, Tim. Yes, Tim. Come on. Get with the game. Just back it up. Back to front. That's what you got to do. So, did you just say you don't recognise any of the names when I do them back to front? Like no. That? Oh, right. No, they're the right way around. Well, you don't. I, yeah. <laughs> it means nothing. Okay. All these people. <laughs> If you'd like to write for the mighty MyMac website, then send an email to Nemo at MyMac.com. N-E-M-O at MyMac.com. And Nemo, Mr. John Nemo, will actually get back in contact with you and probably then sort out some reviews for you to do. Uh, James. Would you like to give people your uh, contact details very briefly with no funny business? <laughs> sure. Uh, you can contact me on james at woodpad.co.uk or on the Twitters at JC Turner, which is spelled J-C-T-U-R-N-R. Excellent. You can also contact Guy via email guy at mymac.com or on the twitters mac parrot on twitter you can contact me gaz at mymac.com or gazmaz on the twitters now i think that will do us that was quite a long first section so the other sections might be a little bit shorter to make i'm not going to make up for the time i'm going to make down for the time does that work out is that is that is that how i should be saying it do you think it works it works for me too so do you know what to do to take us out Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hesitant yes, but it was a yes. So let's see. Jesus, I'm getting old. <laughs> Would you like to stand? Yes, I'd like to stand by. <laughs> to stand by. And we'll be right back. Excellent. It's got there in the end. You wouldn't think I'd listen to it every week, would you? <laughs> Tech Fan Podcast. I thought their explanation of it was a little bit weak. A little well, bit weak? Just <laughs> shut up. They said they have a vision. Oh, okay. Or if I'm in my car and the music just wirelessly stops working for no freaking reason, I got to reboot the phone. I'm so ticked off about it. it. It was a piece of junk and no one bought it. I did. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you got two of them that are going to fall out of your ear. However good they are, the price is pretty hard to stomach. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. What they, the hell's going pro- on? Their, their vision is also profit margin. Shove them I as did- far into your ears as you can. Tech Fan Podcast. And welcome back to the middle section of the Mighty MyMac Podcast 657. And we are still guileless. Yep. Guileless, guileless. Who'd have thunked it? Who'd have thunked it? So we haven't got a particular subject to talk about uh, this week, but I did throw in a few links to uh, the show notes. And the first one in particular was called It's Headed. Apple's sad, sad numbers. And this intrigued me 
because obviously Apple have just recently come out with some absolutely fantastic numbers. But I think this is a great article about how Apple gets compared to other companies seemingly, in air quotes, in the same industry, but they are oh so different. So who on earth are they actually comparing Apple to? Well, they're, they're comparing them to Google. Well, everybody should jump up and down. They're in exactly the same business as Google. Hmm. The, Microsoft. Well, they're in exactly the same business as Microsoft. Hmm. Facebook. Not quite in the same uh, business as Facebook. Amazon. Well, hmm. And actually, to a certain degree, I'm not sure that I'd put them in the same place as Google and Alphabet and Microsoft, to be perfectly honest with you. Perhaps a little bit more now, certainly with Google, but let's let's work this out. What is Google's fundamental business process? It's about yeah, gathering it's advertising, isn't it? It's not it's not about selling hardware. It's not about selling a service to you or me. It's about getting ad revenue. That's Google's basic business press. It's where most of their profit comes from, by far. Apple don't do that. They might do a little bit of it, but it's not their main business. Microsoft. What's their main business drive? It's not hardware, really. It's selling software and services. So the services bit perhaps crosses into Apple's round a little bit. But to be honest with you, Apple's realm has not been services until more recently. So should they be compared against Microsoft? Really? I know it's in the same sort of tech industry, but... Facebook, well, no, really? People do compare them with Facebook, but really? Amazon, they're selling other people's products. Amazon themselves sell a few services, but they're a business that wants to sell you products via other people. It doesn't really want to hold a lot of that product. Yes, it does. And I can tell you I know a lot about it because we're having to do quite a bit of research for the particular company that I work for. But... They don't really, they're not in the same business as Apple. They're not making things. Samsung, Samsung's probably much closer to, to Apple in, in the business sense than most of those other tech companies. So why is it sad? Why is this all, how is it so sad, sad? It's sad because people compare them against those other companies. But they shouldn't be. So, when you come to comparing, comparing how well Microsoft might be doing or how well um, Amazon or uh, Google might be doing, it, it's, a bit, it's a little bit unfair. So go over. We should have this link into, uh, in, into the show notes uh, and take a bit of a read of it. I, was quite, I, I quite enjoyed the comparison piece um, on this one. Um, what do you think um, with what I've just said, um, James. I would definitely agree that comparing them to all of those other companies apart from Samsung would be wrong because there's very few of them are basically a hardware design and selling company. Mm. Microsoft are only dipping their toe into it really with the, with uh, with hardware. They're mainly services and software as you say. Amazon only really sell a few of their own products and they're mostly selling other people's items and and a fair amount of services because there's quite a lot of the internet runs on Amazon Web Services. Uh, agreed, yes, agreed. Um, and yeah, I agree entirely with what you're saying there. Samsung are probably the closest, although they do manufacture a lot of their own stuff, and that is far and wide. The amount of things that Samsung actually manufacture is vast. So they are similar, but they are manufacturers. So that's not really comparing. Apples to apples. <laughs> yeah, very good. See what, very good. See what they did. I see what you did there. And so, yeah, I mean, Apple don't make anything. Well, they have things made for them on a subcontract basis, but they don't make anything. They design stuff and have it made and sell it. But yeah, they're predominantly a hardware um, provider and a, a what is becoming a larger proportion of services. Yeah. So yeah, com comparing. Uh, there isn't really anyone you can compare to Apple 
you can possibly well, compare divisions of Samsung to Apple. Co- yeah, that's right. I, I, um, I think there is lots of crossover. And don't get us wrong here. We're not saying that there is no crossover and you can't, yeah. you know, you, there are not sections. But it's, I, I think that it, it's a fair, this has come from Terra Talks, actually, a guy, guy called Terra, Thomas O'Brien. And I just think it's, it's a little bit insightful. I, I thought it was good because if if you sit back and actually think about it there there are not very many companies if any company in the same realm within the tech industry but you could make comparisons with other companies in other industries that try and put themselves at that echelons the higher end echelons of mm. of the um arena that they're in let's make a, a an example which is it's going to be a, a complete off the top of my head because i hadn't thought about doing this until we were talking about it ferrari in the motor industry for example um or or possibly aston martin might be a better a better link but they they are predominantly manufacturers aren't they well they design as well but they do make their own product which, which is what apple do yeah but they don't make it do well, they? It, they, they don't make it quite as much, no, but they, they're, they're the people, I mean, I mean, <laughs> yeah, okay, fine. Uh, but again, I, I've got a feeling that uh, the likes of Aston Martin are more assemblers in a lot of cases. And, <laughs> yeah, I suppose uh, that's true, and, yes. You know, a lot of the, the yep. piece of equipment come out. It's more the, the business model of actually we've got a product which we like to produce at the very the best quality that we can do giving you a service which is the best service that you can get in this arena and selling it to you at a you know a a quite a high price for what people would say but people aspire and i think people still aspire to buy apple products yeah yeah i agree with that and the next story that i i pulled out actually once you're in that ecosphere kind of controls it they, they've got you because it says 92 percent of iphone users refuse to switch to android this year so according to data released in a research note this week uh from the investment banking giant morgan stanley approximately 92 percent of current iphone own- owners are either somewhat or extremely likely to upgrade to a newer smartphone during the next 12 months will upgrade to the new iPhone over any other handset. And that kind of confirms the point about having the best product in the arena. Once you've got it, you kind of think, yeah, this ecosphere works, this product works, it's really cracking, I'm going to stick with it. And I think think it's a similar, you know, if you buy an Aston Martin... You probably your next car is going to be an Aston Martin, isn't it? Yeah. Going back to something I briefly mentioned earlier, when I started this new job last year, um, I was handed a Samsung mobile oh, phone. I thought you were going to say that you was handed an Aston Martin car key, <laughs> no. set of car keys. No, so. that would be the governor. Um, <laughs> oh, he drives a Bentley. Anyway, um, uh, no. So I had a, a Samsung. Oh God, what was it? It was a smartphone and it was running the latest Android. Yeah. Um, and after two weeks, I said, do you really want me to use this phone? Can I use my own? Said, yeah, fine. So I handed it back with great delight. It was horrible. The, the hardware was fine. Actually, the hardware wasn't bad at all. Um, can't remember what it was now. It was a, it was a five-inch phone. But, um, but yeah, the, the OS was terrible. It really wasn't good at all. I didn't didn't get on with it very well at all. But um, yeah, there you go. So yeah, I didn't I managed to dodge that fairly well. It's strange because everybody else in the business runs an iPhone, but this, this just happened to be the only one that was available at the time. <laughs> That's a shame. I landed with this Samsung device. But, but yeah. Okay. Cool. Right. Okay. So the next thing that happened this week, um, or during the course of this week, is we got loads of updates. So we've we're now on oh. we're now on iOS ten point three point two. Uh, yes. We're also on macOS 10.12.5. We're on tvOS 10.2.1. And the watchOS, which has got a lot of catching up to do, because it's only on 3.2.2. It is. I, 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 I wonder if they're going to change that at some point and just jump it up, you know, bump it up so it's also on 10. <laughs> I don't know, because what uh, it's on iOS... Sorry, watchOS 3... Uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I was just thinking because it's only on the second gen 
mind you, they've got three versions of the of the watch, so it could be that they're sticking with that because they've got about ten versions of the of, uh, of the phone, aren't they? If you look at actual actual versions of the phone, I know we're only on iPhone seven. But if you look at, yeah. for instance, the original, the three G, the three GS, the four, the four S, etc. Yeah, no, they might be sticking with that because you've got the original uh, Apple Watch, the Series One and the Series Two, so you've got three. So they might be doing that because they're keeping that in line. So when the fourth type of uh, Apple Watch comes out, that may be when it jumps because that's nah, no, they're, what they're no, doing with the iOS. No, you, the iOS. you think you think they're keeping the iOS sequence in? Well, no, because we're we're not on the tenth iPhone yet, are we? Well, it depends where you count from. <laughs> I think they will. You think we're? If I think if you look, if you put it all down on paper, if you look at the original iPhone, the three, uh, or sorry, the three G, the three GS, the four, the four S, the five, the five S, the six, the six S, and the seven. You add them up. I think you'll get the ten. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> right. Okay. So, what you're saying is that if we come out with iOS eleven, we'll have a completely new phone. That's what you're saying. All right, then <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> but it's sort of lining up yeah. with three versions of the I'm not sure well. that's quite, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they usually, when there's a new phone, they usually jump to the next version of the, of the iOS. They? they do tend to, so, yeah. You, te- yeah. you tend so, to. You, so what we're saying is the developers might hear about the numbering system before we do, which could indicate that there's a new, anyway, yeah, we'll see, so, we'll see. Anyway, there, there's been some updates. Go over. I'll put the link into the um, into the show notes, and it's uh, an Apple page, and gives you a little bit more information if you want to click on any of the um, the updates from Apple this week. Um, yes, I've put this in very briefly. Okay, okay. I said I wouldn't talk about it, but if you want to hear about some of the possible. Um, updates that are coming i'm going to put a link into the show notes we're not going to talk about it about the possible apple macbook um or the slew of macbook updates which might be coming next month i'm not going to talk about it here because it is what it is and it'll be what it'll be now the one thing that i did want to jump into and did i pick up the fact that you've got an apple watch yes excellent february excellent that's brilliant so it's great i'm liking it already okay your health in their hands i've headed this little piece um so as i've mentioned previously uh part of the future for apple is likely to be in health wearables and their key wearable is the watch so I expect to see much more of uh, this, this sort of following headline with the likes of Apple helping diabetes. Apple Watch can detect an abnormal heart rate rhythm within 90%, 97% accuracy, said a UCSF study. Um, yeah, the diabetes bit. Macworld have also done a complete article about Apple's next killer app being, air quotes, health so i'm great that you've got a a, an apple watch do you use it for any health related activity uh it depends how you put it we walk a lot of dogs Uh, (laughs) what what, um, what do you go out there's a dog let's walk it right well no my 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 wife looks after dogs for people ah, so we've, right. we've quite often got not only our own dog but quite often somebody else's as well so there's a lot of regular walking so i get i can close all my rings on the apple watch very very easily at weekends it's the week i have problems because i'm driving a desk most of the time <laughs> so i completed all my rings by about uh past five today and that was only because the stand standing up one was completed at that point. The others were all done by about um, twelve. Right. O'clock. So you've mentioned a very a very good point here, which I want to jump in on. Does having the rings really have that much influence over you? Do you actually want to complete those rings? Is it that yes. much of a uh, yes. an emphasis to you? It's particularly if you're sharing your stats with somebody else, and somebody else is sharing them with you, which I do with a good friend of mine in Stafford. So. Um, and it's yeah, it's quite it's fun, but it does encourage you to not be a lazy sod and get out and do some exercise. So I try and get a couple of walks in the week in in lunch times, and and it, yeah, it, it's 
I don't know whether or not I'm losing weight, but it's probably unlikely because I'm not as active. But yes, it does encourage you to think, oh, Christ, I've done sod all today. I really need to go and walk. Right. More. Okay. So, you know, so, so, yes. So, if Apple came out with a new watch, because obviously there's only a certain amount of activity, you know, there'll be a certain amount of software which they can put into the watch that you've got. Uh, which can improve, obviously, the heart rate monitoring and possibly if they've got some other monitors in there which they've not utilised yet, they might be able to activate those. But I'm sure there'll be stuff that they're, like they're talking about here with it being able to check and help with diabetes. Yeah. If, if there was uh, an upgrade or something or a new watch that could come out and check all those sorts of things like your blood pressure, like your heart rate, like diabetes, um, like your sugar um, um, content, wh whatever it is. Is that something that you would trust Apple to keep an eye on for you and to have all of that data flowing through within their ecosphere? I think, uh, I don't know if it would be medically accurate enough but it would give you a very good indication of okay let's not happened. let's not worry at this point about whether it's let's let's assume for argument's sake that they can get it within an, a, enough of a parameter for it to be yeah. accurate enough for you to take the readings what, yeah, I'm, well, what i'm more concerned yeah. about here is they get the proof that it works because there will be companies out there that say we've got this wearable and it reads this for you and it's accurate and we know full yeah. well they're lying Apple are more likely to produce something, and, and I'll, I'll put my hands up that. I've seen people make spurious comments about what their app can tell you it's doing and what their device is telling you it's doing, and they're basically wrong. But let's say Apple put into the watch enough accuracy to do all of those sorts of things. What I'm yeah. more concerned about is are people going to be trusting them to actually keep that data and work with that data and then utilise that data. Would you trust Apple enough? Yes. <laughs> easily easily said, but no, I would, because knowing how they value security and um, and keeping your data uh, anonymous, then, yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with that at all. And do you think, that, yes. do you think what they're doing at the moment is enough of that? And uh, Because I think there's a business case here which they're building. And I don't think people have realised it enough because I, I put out a bit of a note into uh, Google Plus and Facebook and I haven't gone back in to check them today because I'm really going to follow this up next week. My what I, what I can see happening is Apple are putting out a business case for everybody to trust us. Yeah. And why do they – Why would, okay, fine. Yeah, you're keeping my data fine, but all I'm doing is going on Facebook. All I'm doing all I'm doing is posting a message to you know, my mum. You know, and to be honest with you, I don't mind too much if the NSA get that. However, yeah, what, you would, is, what you would be more concerned about is if all of the insurance companies are equally able to get access to all your health data and then start – putting a certain amount of pressure on you and the cost to you for getting health insurance for example yeah so so i think there's a bit of a case here that apple are doing to make everybody feel totally confident in that they are the custodians of your data but it's your data and they're not going to let it out to anyone else and i think uh, that's where they're yeah. going in the future with this I think it's not only what you're posting. It's uh, if you think of location data yep. with uh, with Samsung and other Android devices. Um, if your data is not anonymous, then your location data is available. If unless you're very strict on turning some of those things off, because uh, that most of the traffic information that's available on google maps and similar um, applications is all gleaned from devices that are showing locations and giving that information out on up to the servers yep. now if your information isn't anonymous then that's your location yeah and i wouldn't want to trust that to google or anybody else but knowing that your data is anonymous with an apple device is far nicer than knowing and, and more secure than knowing that anybody could get hold of this if they really wanted and, to and i think that on those sorts of items there's there's a bit of a choice as to whether you push out the fact of as to where you are but yeah. 
there is only one choice on whether you push out your health data information. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you... For most people. If, I mean, 99% of people would say, yeah, there's only one choice. I'm not letting it out. Yeah, yeah but I mean, if you've, if you've got... You are, I've got a health risk of some sort and you need your data to be monitored, then uh, do you want that to be with a, with a company you could possibly let that out Correct. to all and sundry? Or Correct. do you want to be having that to somebody who, who you feel secure with? And that's where I was going with the fact that I think Apple have got a, an ulterior motive around this you can trust us with your data process. Not that that's a bad thing because they are doing it. It's not just a selling point. It's what their ethos of the company is. And I think that's where they're going with this. Because in the future, if you've got a wearable that really is important, it's telling an awful lot about your health, you don't want that to be available to all and sundry. And I think Apple would have been making years and years of case study to say, you can trust us. Yeah. Yeah. There was a news report the other week, or last week, that there was something like 3,000 applications a month on Android are quite likely to be malware or ransomware or something in their app store. It's a horrendous number. It, it is. It's funny because I was talking to the guys at work. So I, I said to them, because they know I'm a big Apple fan, and they, you know, there's one in particular that kind of, you know, he, he, he goes on the defensive with Android. And I, I never go on the defensive with Apple. I'll say, look, there is some absolute, I was talking to them on Friday. I said, there's some absolutely fabulous hardware out there for Android yep. stuff. But I'll yep. tell you this if you don't buy your product direct from the manufacturer of that software, how long does it take you to get your updates? And he looked at me and he started to answer and then he went, hmm. I said, so which operating system are you on at the moment? And he told me and I said, is that the latest? And he, no, it's not. I said, why isn't it? I'm on the latest OS. I said, it gets pushed down to me. I, why are you not on it? Uh, and he hesitated. And the other guy went, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at getting a Pixel. I said, yeah, direct from Google. That's fine. Great. Yep. And I've heard it's a good piece of, you know, I said, I'm not pressures about you coming over to apple i couldn't give a monkeys not my company i'm not earning any money out of it but what you got to remember is the trust what you got to remember is what you can do what these are the little pieces of of niggle which people forget and they both looked at me and went yeah yeah agreed yeah anyway that's getting oh, getting really heavy we're doing <laughs> we're doing a selling job for apple and we're not getting paid a penny no, no, not getting any sponsorship. Anyway, would did you take us out in the last one? You did, so I did. Indeed. I'll take us out this time. Everybody, stand by to be healthy. To stand by to be healthy, and as long as we don't drop down dead, we'll be right back. <laughs> It's autumn. No, no, Gaz, it's no, no, fall. No, that wasn't, no, 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 that was, it's got to be quicker than that. Okay. It's autumn. Gaz, no, 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 no. It's fall 2016, and they're still going. In spite of whether you like it or not. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Color. No, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could probably edit those a bit closer and edit that out, but that doesn't make any sense leaving that color. Color. <laughs> well, I, I, I just think that it goes along with the show. Okay. <laughs> no, keep people will be guessing. Saying, everybody will be saying, what's that bit at the end? <laughs> They'll be saying, did you listen to the last MyMac.com podcast? Color. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome back to the MyMac podcast number 657, where we've been talking of all sorts of things this week, and um, and it's now stopped raining. I'm nodding my head. <laughs> Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gaz's tip. Even though I don't know whether it had stopped raining or not, I decided to get in there because that was a great point. James. It was absolutely slinging down when we started. <laughs> actually, the sun's coming there out. There you go, it? you see? Perfect nodding head time. Lovely. Have you ever wanted to open the All My Files folder within the uh, with a keyboard shortcut within Finder? Well, it's easy. No. E- well, it's e- you haven't. 
not really no. Well, it's easy. In the Finder, just click Shift Command F. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So, so as you've just said, maybe opening the you know the downloads folder is a better oh, is a better option for you. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of them. It, 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 you're doing a guy on me now. I am. Yeah. Okay. So if you hit hit it, if you hit Option Command L, that'll open up the downloads folder. Yeah, good grief. You you seem really hard to please. So again, I can't find option. Uh, you can't find an option. It's alt. Alt oh, key okay. is the option, right? Okay, so you 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's quite a handy one. Oh, you like that one. Ah, well, I'm I'm here. I'm I'm hearing that a lot of the listeners are, you know, a bit hard to please. So again, while in the folder window, how about opening the desktop folder? So in your finder window, if you Press Shift Ooh. Command D, yes. and that's your desktop folder. Mm, no, yeah, you didn't seem too Good. pleased with that. Okay, last yes. last one then. While in the folder fi- finder window, to open the home folder, which is oh, yes. of the current macOS user, which is your account, yes. Shift Command H. I use that. A reasonably often. There you go. Boy, you're hard to please, but I got there in the end. <laughs> Are you that was, a good, that was a good one? You're nodding your head at that. Yeah, I'm very yes. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Is that the uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's tips. <laughs> Boing. <laughs> no god. <laughs> Do you seriously? Do you ever use the all my all my files folder? No, no. But it, it, a bit of a trick of the way I did the tip there, you see, because obviously I've never used it. But actually, it's good to know. But it's good to know. <laughs> and then it led on to the others. You see, there was method uh, in my madness. There's it, yeah, always yeah, method yeah. in my madness. And boy, can I be mad at times. I do. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I screwed up. No, you didn't, guy, because you're not here. Um, right. Um, <laughs> I can imagine the guy surfing now. In the beach yeah, surfing. yeah. Oh, he's fallen off. It, that was a great crash, guy. Absolutely <laughs> great. Absolutely brilliant. I mean, shark. Uh, uh, shark. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, James. Do you have a pick or a tip? Or anything of the like. You can have one, two, as many as you like. I don't care. I I'm going to go on mute while you're doing this. Are you? Yeah. What What are you going to do? I might eat a crisp. Ah. Oh, <laughs> have one for me. I have a controversial pick, but uh, Microsoft Office for iOS. Um, very useful. I find. I've been using. Mainly Excel this week, which is linked to my Dropbox, which is where I store the uh, football team information. And when I get the odd email in from various players or players' parents saying, yes, we can play or no, we can't play or whatever, I can just zip into Excel and load up the particular file from Dropbox, tick the box, and it's done. I don't have to yank out the... MacBook Pro, which is usually in my uh, laptop case, which usually comes to work with me every day, just in case. And um, yeah, tick it off, job done, sorted. It's very good, works the treat. It's considerably better than it was when it first arrived on iOS. Um, I don't tend to use many of the others, but Excel is very good. But, uh, I've got to admit, with I, I've used that same application. It was some time ago, so I'll have to go back and use it again. But I have got the capability to use it on my iOS device. I, I do find the iOS, the phone, you've got to have the right spreadsheet to utilize it, though, to do those sorts of yes. things, haven't you? Because you've got to make yeah. sure that you set it up correctly. But I have found yep. that useful, definitely, because there are times when... You, you might want to mark it off another way, but you don't want to then go back and then put that data into another arena like Excel. You want to just have it there ready. Yeah, so you can there build, it's done. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, may, I don't know that I'd want to use it solely on iOS. No. Uh, no. But it, if you need to make an edit or make some additional or just data entry, yeah, it's fine. Um, for the odd bit of editing, it's, it's very good and very useful. <clears throat> cool. And, uh, yeah, been using that a fair, fair bit. Good. Okay, now I've picked my pick is something which I've picked it before, and I'll probably pick it again in the future. But it's um, it's Automator. 
Um, there, mm. There's a multi- multitude of automated YouTube videos. Just crack open the lid, uh, this great application, and you'll find, well, you may not find, actually, that it'll do anything for you, but unless you crack open the lid, you just don't know what you're missing. Um, I've put two links um, into the show notes for this. Uh, One is a straightforward service that Don McAllister has recently shown on one of his um, picks, uh, one of his tips that he puts out on YouTube on how to rescale an image. And the other is a bit of an overview slash tutorial of automator now the guy's a bit weird but he, don't worry he, he doesn't stay in the imagery at the, in the, the whole video that's just my own personal view so you might you might have a go at me for that but yeah he's i think he's overdone the lipstick and the eyeliner for the camera work to be honest with you but anyway um <laughs> that aside it was still a reasonable video about automator as a high level view but if you haven't used it watch a few videos and just see the sort of things that you can do with Automator because it is it is a great app. It really is so powerful. That's a good idea. Okay. Mac stock 2017. Basically, there's three choices for tickets this year. $199 for the premium ticket, which gets you both full days in the conference, plus lunch on both days, and Barry's Mac Mingle after party, and the Mac stop swap and an exclusive MacStock 2017 t-shirt, and there's more MacStock 2017 pint glass. The $169 standard ticket gets you into both days of the conference, the MacStock 2017 t-shirts, the MacStock swap, and lunch on both days. Lastly, the 89 single-day ticket, good for either Saturday or Sunday, naturally, with lunch provided. The MacStock swap and a MacStock 2017 t-shirt. I am missing it again this year, which is a real shame because uh, I'm really good friends with Mike, and I'd love to be over there supporting him for this. Um, I'd meet up with Guy, which would be absolutely great. Um, And it's just... You know, uh, the first year I went, Alison was there, Don was there. It's just a fantastic meetup. If you can get over there, please give it a go. Try and, you know, spend the, the cost, actually, of the, the conference itself, for us, of course, is, is little in the way of the cost of getting over there and stopping. But if you can get over and go, please do. Um, I bet, James, you'd like to get over there sometime and go. Yes, it would be great to go, yeah. yeah. It would be, well, yeah. I think perhaps perhaps we should plan... Uh, you know, a joint visit. We go over with Don perhaps one one year. Let's let's put that in our calendars and see if we can make the money. Would we fit in his suitcase? We we would, yes, because Don takes some big suitcases. I tell ah, you, excellent. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be a good Squeezes idea. Um, Guy and Tim, hang on a minute. Let me just get to the right soundboard page. Which oh, where's Tim gone? Oh, there he is. Yes, Tim. We'll be doing a uh, <laughs> a a quiz. I think. And they have got sponsors, both Mac Alley, I believe, uh, and Sotterino. <laughs> <laughs> and if Mac Alley aren't sponsoring them, well, they should be. But Sotterino are sponsoring them. Anyway, there you go. Um, so we're going we're gonna to finish this because we're, we're running quite long. I think we've done a good job. James has definitely done a good job. As a stand-in for me, he's brilliant. As a stand-in for Guy, well, he's just been extraordinary. (laughs) Guy, you know I'm only joking. Um, James, if people were to uh, want to contact you, as a reminder, how would they do so? James at woodpad.co.uk or on the Twitters at, uh, at JC Turner without the E. You can contact Guy... On email by going guy at mymac.com, that's G-U-Y at mymac.com, or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. <laughs> and that is not a chicken, it's a <laughs> parrot. It's a, it's a real live parrot, which I recorded locally. <laughs> not a chicken. Um, you can contact me by sending... chicken. <laughs> you can contact me by sending an email to Gaz, that's G-A-Z, you see, it's natural for me to pause there. Cars. Thank you. At Sorry. mymac.com. I was forgetting myself. <laughs> or, and I hadn't prompted you, so that's my fault. Or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z. I'm used to saying the Z, you see, that's the reason why. <laughs> Z. <laughs> M-A-Z. 
podcast. That's not right, though, is it? On Twitter, <laughs> uh, you can also contact both of us, Guy and Gaz, on the Twitters. That's G U Y Y A N D D G A Z Cars. It's like he was in the room. Yeah, yeah. On Twitter, uh, you can also send a, uh, an email to feedback at mymac.com, F W E D B A C K. It's funny, normally I, I trip up that when guys here uh, at mymac.com. We also have a Skype number. As Guy would say, yeah, yeah, tumbleweed. <laughs> oh, I've got a good idea. If I can find it, perhaps I should get now. Which one is it? This is the voice of the Mr. Ron. Is this the one? We know that you can hear <laughs> us, Earthman. That wasn't the one! Oh, I was hoping for the owl at the end, you know, with the tumbleweed. Okay, anyway, it's Skype, plus one if you're outside the United States, seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. I'll say that number again in case you didn't have time to write it down. It's plus one, pause, seven zero three, pause, four three six, pause, nine five zero one. Thank you, everyone, for downloading this show. I and Guy and James this week... Thank you from the bottom of our bottoms. No, not really. Uh, but we do. We're amazed that people do this on a regular basis each week. We love doing it. We love the fact that you love listening to us. We love the fact that we get any feedback at all. We love the fact that somebody comes on and stands in for us. Just superb. So uh, um, I think, James, that Guy and I, and this week yourself, are normally good enough, smart enough. And doggone it, people like us. Would you like to say goodbye? Goodbye, everybody. Thank you very much for having me on. It's been a great pleasure. And end. Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcasts, Essential Apple Podcasts, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. Podcasts.